Welcome to Side by Side Production. I'm your host, Brian Gassner. Today is January 3rd, 4th, January 4th, 2021. I had a series of podcasts late last year, getting organized and ready for the year, and I invited you in to what will be, for me, a transformative year, and eventually did make all of the changes that I had talked about in those podcasts as far as restructuring everything in my business, the database, uh, my marketing materials, my print library, those people around me, bringing in and going through uh, several different people to find the right fit uh, for an admin uh, to handle contract to closing uh, scenarios, and then getting a little bit more focused and going a little bit deeper into uh, what I plan to do this year from a production standpoint. So just to bridge the gap and bring you up to speed on where that puts me now, a couple of months removed from the start or the origin of that podcast. As I sit uh, in the car today and drive to work, I have a few things that I'm uh, tying up just in terms of scrubbing the contacts in the database and uh, also reaching out uh, to a few contacts to kind of set up some meetings for the week. And I've put on the calendar uh, 10 people that I want to stop and visit, drop off some marketing materials to in person, and then also a few signs that I want to drop uh, near apartment buildings that I happen to uh, be marketing to just with those signs. And then beyond that, I'll be uh, on the phone here for a few hours, making my rounds and, and trying to reach out and find people that want to uh, that want to buy or sell a house. So I had uh, quite a bit to do in this last quarter. By the time you add up everything that's associated with uh, owning and running a company and having all of the things in place that you need, um, there's a little bit uh, outside of the context and scope of this this podcast that uh, that goes into it that takes some time that you need to account for. But But beyond that, that leaves me where I am here today. I, I talked a little bit last year in, in that formative sort of uh, origin uh, series about marketing and trying to set up uh, marketing follow-up campaigns. And one of the big things that ended up happening for me, and it probably would happen, I would imagine, for most professional realtors that are really trying to market competitively these days with a, a real value-add sort of proposition attached to it was was this. I uh, subscribed to different lead generation companies, and I'd also went through different marketing uh, ideas and plans and programs that different realtors and different companies were advertising, which really amounted to a series of texts and emails and follow-up phone calls and letters, and all designed to basically provide an opportunity for somebody to engage, right? Somebody expressed an interest in a house. Here's a list of houses you might like. If there'd be a good time to talk, maybe in a couple of days, uh, if the phone isn't good, we could go by email. Did you see anything you like? Or if you're thinking about listing your home, is there anything you've changed to it since you bought it? What highlights uh, your home might separate it from other homes, et cetera, and so forth? Well, what I found in those canned campaigns was I set them all up. I took maybe six or 700 different items from five or six different campaigns. In fact, I took every item from five or six different campaigns that I had looked at on the street. So these were um, again, programs that people were selling, uh, marketing places were selling uh, to follow up with leads, right? And I and I created this huge library of them all. And then what I did to try to differentiate my approach was 
I filtered them uh, through me before they would go out. Whereas a lot of places would just send them out. Their, their advice was just send them out routinely. What I found was if I sent out an email or a text, uh, it, it was more beneficial to time it with a phone call or a, a face-to-face stop in person, uh, but even more so to at least be aware that that piece was going out. So each and every day I might have 20 to 30 follow-ups. And then as those follow-ups went out, what I would do is have them queue up in my uh, CRM. And then before it literally, uh, what happens is I open it and there's 20 of them and I just press a button to send that email or send that text. And what happens is it'll open it on my phone or my computer so that I can preview it. It also has a little uh, portal shot of that contact and the last uh, contact in the notes that we have uh, for that particular contact. So at any point in time, I don't send out uh, ill-conceived or ill-timed or just poor content, right? And it, and I also have the choice sometimes to delete that piece or maybe substitute it with another piece. Well, that was good. And as I went through the course of the year, having done that for the first time, found that my production increased. And at times there was business coming into me that I hadn't, I wasn't used to. At the end of the year, I must've had uh, five or six transactions. And I just wondered why or how, I almost thought it odd. Where are these people coming from? It, for a couple of months, I just felt extremely fortunate that why are these, where's it? Because I didn't realize that they were coming from this marketing, right? They were getting these pieces that I was sending. And I don't bombard people. I might send something uh, once a month, right? But, but I'm still in touch with them. And Eventually, after seven or eight months, I'd make a call in there too. They're calling me, and I didn't realize that. And so it was really kind of a jaw-dropping moment, but it's subtle. Everything in real estate is subtle. You know, you increase your production significantly. You might go up by, by 20 30%. Well, if you're a 10-unit producer, that's two or three more deals in a whole year. That's a really subtle shift, right? Particularly when you're dealing with sphere of influence and other sorts of uh, verticals. But I, I sat back then at the end of last year and I tried to explain in that origin series about how difficult it is to do that. And one of the challenges was taking that quite a bit deeper because when I took a step back at the end of the year to figure out what we're we going to do differently this year, I had to retool that marketing outreach, right? To make it more authentic, make it more genuine, but generally speaking, add more value, add content that really applied. And so here's what I did. And this is kind of an aha moment for me. So I had a, 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 the notion that let's take the, the context of the contact, right? The context of the lead, right? What are they, a buyer, a seller? Are they both? And then uh, do we know them or don't we know them? And broke it down to just those two categories, right? So that we, we know that they're buying, we know that they're selling, or we know that they're doing both, or maybe we don't know, right? So that was pretty much it. And then from the context of whether or not we knew them or didn't know them, I needed to change the way that I spoke to them, especially in these uh, marketing outreach uh, pieces, right? If it's my sister that's selling her home, that's going to be a different text than it is to somebody that maybe came in through a lead generation campaign or a purchase lead or another referral from an affinity partner or an extension of other business from day to day. I might address them a little bit differently, right? So that formulated in also, but then Above and beyond that, any sort of specifics that might relate to what they want, whether it be relative to buying or relative to selling or both, uh, I wanted to take a step deeper. So then what I ended up doing was at the point that I've gathered as much information as I can to pinpoint a precise prospecting communication, right? 
at that point, I stopped, decided it would be better just to stop any sort of effort uh, to present our products, processes, and services to them, and instead ask them what they uh, understand or perceive or want from us based on the offering that we have. So what ended up boiling down to was deciding which things I wanted to do and wanted to sell, right? So it, it meant creating an inventory, if you will, of prog programs, process, processes, and, and things that products that I want to go out and offer, right? I want to offer a better experience, uh, not a better experience, but I, I want to offer a, a kind of an analytical insight, right? And where I use the database and I'm using modern technology to just go deeper into the market, right? That's one of the things that I believe in that I do. I'm studying the market every day. I'm looking at property every day. And, and I want to be on the forefront of that, right? So that's something. Being really, really good with numbers, being able to give estimates, uh, more accurately and earlier and more often or as often as the customer might want instantaneously in the method they might want, whether it's text or email. Uh, those are things that were important to me. So I started to build my services, my products, my programs around those things that I truly wanted to deliver to them. Now I've tried to marry those things, those two things together, right? So when I have all of that contact information and I decide that I'm going to put them into a marketing campaign. Marketing campaign events arise. And when they do, there's a series of about nine uh, Google searches based on different elements of that contact that will pop up nine different pages. And now I'm searching for pinpoint content that will really highlight um, and really touch on what that person's interested in. So somebody might be for example, thinking about inspections and appraisals, and all of a sudden I, I'm able to jog through nine different searches and maybe 60 different articles that pop up online, and not necessarily to uh, send any individual thing, but to gather up some creative ideas. And now I'm inventorying and cataloging these marketing efforts, and as they are effective, tracking that. So I disconnect my attempt to sell my product, service, or program from the contact at that moment in time. And instead, try to find something that attaches to what it is that we know they're looking for that is creative and and really pinpoint uh, what it is that they want. And once we've made a connection, we then uh, attach that to our services based on their understanding of what they want based on what they say they want, right? So if they say, oh, I'm looking, uh, debating whether or not to have an inspection done before I list my home, because I think it might eliminate uh, some things. Well, one of the services that we have is a 150 touch point uh, approach where we have a way to go through a file and we proactively are thinking about anything and everything that might potentially come up. Part of that in, involves whether or not we think an inspection should be done, whether that would be advantageous to the seller. But rather than start to pitch that right away at that point, right, we haven't necessarily heard what ties together their initial um, display or communication or expression of what they're thinking about or looking at, or about or what their circumstances are. And instead, we try to take that a step further by engaging in genuine pinpoint content that might help them express in a, 
little bit more deeper detail what it is they're looking for so that we can explore how our product service programs and processes attach to that from their perspective. So we're, we're in, we, we've already prepared what we're going to offer them, but we're not just throwing it at them. We're waiting to hear what it is that for them makes sense as it ties into those products, programs, and services that we offer. And so as that happens now, there's a little bit more work and a little bit more time that goes into that actual follow-up. But because it does, uh, we expect, I expect a much greater conversion rate. And again, last year we had, I had a, a, a shockingly uh, good conversion rate because I'd never done any of that before. And even though it was uh, kind of canned and generic, and didn't really go deep into any products, programs, or services that we offer. It, it certainly didn't go deep into eliciting a deeper understanding of what the client wanted, much less before we would even offer or attach those to a deeper level of understanding. And so I'm left with a little bit more work to do, but that work is extremely efficient within the database that I've built. So the database does a lot of things, right? When I wake up and I look at the map and pick 10 places to put them on the map, I can click a button and it adds them to the route, click another button and it adds them all to my phone at the time that I want to go there. Now they show up in my GPS and that whole scheduling thing took me a minute or two and it creates an extremely efficient uh, day. In addition to that, as I begin to make calls, I have those set up with an algorithm and they just show up in order. I don't have to search for who to call. They just show up in order. I make those calls, go through those calls, make those notes, and then I update the campaigns as I go, and then I'll have an hour, hour and a half of campaign work to do, wherein I'm genuinely trying to go deeper into what we hear from that client. And once we do get uh, marketing connections on those leads that are a little bit further on down the road, or maybe not quite there yet, at at that point, uh, once we start anticipating what they're going to do, we really try to stay well ahead of where they're going. And in doing so, uh, provide a little bit of core base value in our offering. So that's just a hint of where we went since then. But as I start into 2021 with a, with a really, um, really, really well-built system, I look forward to prospecting at a very high level with an admin on staff that's really competent and talented, being able to handle everything from contract to close, prospecting at a, at a much, much higher level uh, than in the past where we would stop Uh, to do a number of things. So that's all I have for you today. And I look forward to uh, seeing you here tomorrow uh, in in production uh, side by side. Thanks.